Huh? Nachos! Huh? What are you doing? Dude, I'm listening to Slayer! What? Dude! We're not talking about Slayer today! We're talking about THE Slayer! Aw, oh, goddammit! Turn that off! Alright. That's right, we're talking about THE Slayer! We watched it so you don't have to, so you know what time it is! What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror Podcast, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Lord Marshall Hampton. Uh, with me today, uh, you, well, you heard in the intro, the man's back, the man, the myth, the legend. He's back one more time. So, uh, you know, you get to hear the theme song. <laughs> Mr. Nachos McWareoff is back in the house. <laughs> I, I never get tired of this. How can you get tired of this? No, it's, dude, it's so yummy. It's, it's, it's I know you're dancing at home. All right. Uh, yeah, so Nachos is back. How you doing, you gruesome gentleman? All right. I uh, love gentle, the energy. Gentle man. Gentle man. Uh, yeah, so it's been uh, it's been a little bit before, uh, since we uh, were able to record. We were supposed to record this last week. I stood you up. Yeah, <sighs> yep. I, I felt like a little stood up high school girl crying in my pillow because Nachos abandoned me. You know what? Promised I, me a date and he never it, showed up. Well, I'm, I'm late, but you know... <laughs> I'm glad I'm late and not my high school girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, dude, I had no voice. So, like, I would have sounded like the dude from The Crow, you know, half dollar, who has that ass voice. Because apparently <laughs> if you uh, sing Death Cutter Medals of Hanson, it'll fucking shred your throat. <laughs> we learn as humans. Mbop. All right. Mbop. Mbop. Yeah, Nachos went on a little flow trip, and he's making it back, but he got kind of tore up and was unable to record with me, so we postponed it a week. Um, but we're here, we're back, and uh, this week we're doing a little movie from 1982 called The Slayer. Um, like I said, this was released on October 1st of 1982, to be exact, written and directed by J.S. Cardone. Uh, pretty much after this movie, I think his career was Cardone, uh, but... <laughs> Oh, what a calamity. Hi, Sarah. Um, shout out. Um, this is uh, this is his first film that he wrote, and it's also his first directing gig as far as film, uh, really anything, according to IMDb. Uh, he did go on to write the 2008 remake of Prom Night. Yay. Yay. <laughs> and the 2009 uh, The Stepfather, which features everyone's favorite new meme queen, Amber Heard. Uh, yeah. I heard her dog stepped on a bee. 
Did she? Yeah. Did it? I don't mm. know. Um, don't sexually identify the dog. Just sexualize it. <laughs> it was, in fact, a hot dog. A hot dog. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Here, where we go. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for the pity run shot. No problem. Uh, you can currently find The Slayer on Amazon Prime, YouTube, Google Play, Apple TV, and Tubi. Um, the cast, there's only two people I'm going to fucking talk about. Uh, because most of it's, and even then I probably shouldn't. Good. Fuck it. So our main girl, Kay, or Kate, AKA K, played by Sarah Kendall. Uh, you may know her from, uh, her other role, her starring role as stewardess number two in Karate Kid 2. That's right. <laughs> stewardess number two. I was like, Hey, Hey Marshall. <laughs> yeah. Is that stewardess number two? Yo, you know, that's, Kid you know that stewardess number two. I was like, yeah, telltale signs. <laughs> Uh, and then David is played by Alan McRae. Uh, he's probably the most successful person to come out of this cast, and I use successful with air quotes here. Uh, he's got 50 credits to his name. And for you 90s kids, he's probably most recognizable as uh, Sam Douglas from the Three Ninjas franchise. Um, other than that, he's really done nothing. <laughs> I'm more of a Three Ninjas kickback fan myself. Ah, okay. Well, he's, he was on three of uh, three. He's in three three ninja movies. If that makes sense, three different three ninja movies. So three for O. Yeah, o but he three. was Sports. Sam Douglas in all of them. Um, and that's it. There's nobody else we're talking. We're even going to talk about in this cast. So we're just going to move right in to the movie itself. We open with our main girl Kate in a dark house. She's looking all scared, and then like two bloody demon hands just kind of reach out from the shadows and pull her into the darkness, screaming. And Kate wakes up in her bed with her husband David talking to her about them going on a vacation. And uh, during this conversation, we learn that Kate's a painter who suffers from bad nightmares and that her brother Eric has rented them all the place to stay that's supposed to be like, it's nearly paradise. It's a perfect place. And we're going to go have this wonderful vacation. Kate's like, I don't want to go. My nightmares are bad. And blah, I don't think it's a good time. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Kate. I suck. Marshall, I, I think I've had this nightmare before. This sounds really <laughs> familiar. Does it? Huh. 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 I wonder where that is. I, I, I did no idea. Who thunk? I did why, why'd she talk? Why'd she talk? <laughs> hey, Marshall, what yeah. shirt are you wearing right oh, now? Oh, well, I'm glad you noticed. I'm wearing the new Horrible Horror Why She Talk t-shirt. Why she talk? Which you can go and get on the HorribleHorrorPodcast.com website on the merch page. You get your own Why She Talk uh, Horrible Horror t-shirt. Uh, along with many, many other cool new designs and merchandise to help support the show. Marshall, what was that website again? <laughs> HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Uh, you also support the show by uh, signing up for a Patreon page if you want, but uh, there's no no perks anymore. We, we, we're we too poor to send you free shit, but we just want you to send us your money. <laughs> I'll go buy shoe turf. Two shirts now. Yeah. <laughs> bop, 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 yeah. Bop. I suck at this. <laughs> we're coming at the level of professionalism uh, like this movie yeah kind of shit yeah it's been a hot minute i gotta get back in oh god and this movie was such a oh horrible horror yeah, yeah. it really it it lives up to the save it for the show, end but jesus okay um so we cut to eric god you know it's bad when marshall's bombed out <laughs> watching a dog shit movie yeah you know it's bad if it gets to me uh so we get to eric on the phone while his wife brooke is in the shower uh we do get to see her yeah. naked briefly but it's really not worth seeing it's no big deal hey nudity's nudity it is nudity is nudity but it's some nudity there are tiers of nudity and this is a lower tier one i would believe i would think real talk i thought we were gonna see kate's like sweet ginger bush but uh 
No. I didn't pan out. Um, her fucking lion. God, we'll talk about her hair later. Um, Eric and Wolf. Eric and Brooke talk about the trip and how Brooke is not looking forward to spending the week with Kate on an island in the middle of nowhere because there's because nobody likes Kate. Kate's just an annoying bitch. You just Kate, wah, wah, wah. Kate kind of fucking sucks. Yeah, she's a she's she sucks. Yeah, she does. She's. You know what I didn't notice? What? Uh, talking about any other movie but this one right yeah. now. So Danny Hicks is in Porkchop 3D. Like Danny Hicks of Evil Dead 2 fame? And uh, Intruder fame. Oh, that's right. I just love this damn store so much. Yeah. He's also in Porkchop 1 because he's the voice of Elrond the Robot. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I haven't seen it <laughs> yet. Oh, Honestly, I'd much rather watch any of the Porkchop movies. So I just right watched that as a palate cleanser. Yeah, I watched that one as a palate cleanser. All right. Um, so, uh, during this scene, Eric cuts himself shaving, and we get this overly dramatic music sting. Like, it's the type of music sting that's used when someone finds a dead body, or a body falls out of the dark closet or something, but but not for something so goddamn mundane and trivial as a dude nicking himself on the neck while shaving. It's oh. fucking hilarious how over dramatic it's. Is it like when the trap door blows open in the original Evil Dead, and it's like, bum, bum. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like that when a guy nicks himself shaving. He's like, Wah! like Jesus Christ. Maybe oh. the wind blew it open. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's so over. It's just hilarious. It's so bad. It's funny in this case because it's like, are you serious with that? We go back to David loading up the car while Kate is in her art studio staring at one of her paintings of some old rundown brick building floating above an ocean or some shit like that. Very ethereal. Yeah. Uh, we jump to Eric and Brooke at an airport getting into a small private plane. Uh, I believe it's a Cherokee for you airplane. Now, uh, fishing owls out there. <laughs> All uh, two of you. Yeah. Um, Eric is talking to some guy, and we learn that there's no phone service on the island that they're going to, and they're going to be completely isolated, but they're going blah, blah, blah. It's going to be wonderful. The plane takes off, and we see that Kate and David are there in the. They've already, apparently, already in the plane, um, as well. And Brooke instantly lights up a cigarette in this tiny little airplane, which again, eighties. I just found it hilarious. It's like the smallest look. They, they are seeing back, practically butts to nuts, shoulders. There's no room, and Brooke's like, Plick, "Let me smoke in here." It's like a phone booth with wings. Yeah, I smoke, but I don't like secondhand smoke. That's just fucking rude. I know it's... God damn, I think I said that before. Uh, did you? That's weird. Huh. Some it's deja vu? Like, it's like a weird nightmare. Yeah. Weird. I mean, well, that is... I mean, it's appropriate for this... The, the theme of this movie. Uh, Nightmares and deja vu and bullshit. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think the only reason it might be okay is it's like you had a blunt and we're hotboxing the fucking plane. Maybe then, but... That's not the case. And then no. we'd really want to hotbox your plane pilot. <laughs> you really want your pilot getting all whoop-de-doops? No, your fucking pilot's launch pad, McQuire. He's like, every, every fucking uh, crash I walk away from, that's yeah. a landing. Yeah, it's a landing. Um, Can we get new Darkwing Duck? Oh, God. Darkwing Duck, man. Let's get dangerous, Marshall. Yeah. Um, the plane makes it to the island and lands on the beach, uh, which I thought was a little odd, but hey, on fuck the beach it, or near the beach. Boy, Boy! <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord <laughs> must have... <laughs> Getting some mileage out of that lately. Um, everyone gets out. Brooke is not pleased by how windy and gray the weather is on the island. So she's bitching already again. Uh, the pilot, Mr. Marsh tells them that they're the only ones on the island now because it's the off season. They're the only ones here. Good luck. Um, Eric tells them that they have to walk a mile to the house. I'm like, really? 
dude, you could have dropped yourself a little further up that beach a little bit more. Yeah, give me a parachute. I'm fucking. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm DB Coopering out of this bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, it, yeah. So again, Brooks bitchy and whiny. She's like, she's not happy. She's just complaining about everything. We should drink every time Kate sucks. Oh God! I mean, you would just you would run out of beer. Well, I'll start drinking blood because <laughs> it's running blood, raining blood. Nice. Uh, Marsh gets back in the plane as the group grabs their bags and walk off down the beach. Um, as they walk to the house, they pass an old rundown fort of some kind that they comment on and weird. It basically all looks like just giant concrete slabs in the sand. That's really all it is. Like, like, uh, the last act of the burning. Ooh. Oh my God. Like that last act, all they do is that creepy. Sorry. We're going on a tangent. <laughs> Strap in fuckers. <laughs> uh, no, that so you could tell the Weinstein where it was influenced in that film because the character Alfred just like all I'm gonna do is peep on this girl and he's a fucking creep. <laughs> but my boy Glazer is like, hey, dear pretty girl, I'm gonna okay, all right, back to this. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> nice Weinstein professionalism. Reference. Um, so, all right, so the four. Uh, so they move on from the fort and they come to the old rundown brick building that's supposed to be a theater. Uh, Kate gets all freaked out because she says that's this uh, that she's seen this building before that she's painted it. Uh, again, it's supposed to be that little rep- that painting yeah. we saw earlier. Uh, eventually, they come to the house and they head inside. And everyone looks around. Eric, my boy here, he goes straight for the booze. So I'm like, all right, I can get on board with that. I can respect that. I can that. respect that. If I had to deal with these fuddy-duddies all fucking weekend, I, I'd be pickled. Yeah, hit, hitting that hard stuff real quick. I'd be pickled pink. <laughs> Not tickled pink. Um, Kate just stands there looking all dippity-doopy. Um, <laughs> the front door blows open in the wind, despite it never being closed in the first place. So I don't know why it's getting blown open, because it's, it's already open. Um, this, did the... Did, Mr. Darsh, the pilot, say, like, there was a tropical storm coming? Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean step on your toes. <laughs> it's all right. It's not deja vu, man. Oh, fuck. It's like, it's like you know. Um, this is weird. So, instead of closing the door, Kate just continues to stand there looking at it all dumb and idiotic. She's like, Durr. And then she opens her mouth. Yeah. Uh, but then comes a knock on said front door, which Kate now opens, even though we just fucking saw it blow open, but then it closes so someone can knock on it so she can open it. Sorry. It makes zero fucking sense. Surreal. <laughs> Fuck. Now, there's Marsh, has come to warn that there's a big tropical storm coming and offers to take them back to the mainland with them. But Eric's like, nope, we're going to take our chances and stay because this is a movie. And we're all idiots. Yeah, dude. And then, and then Darsh is like, hey, I got to warn you guys about this tropical storm that's going to stomp the yard like Chris Brown did to Rihanna's face. Oh! <laughs> God damn, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Hey, is this on the video nasty list by chance? Um, I, maybe we'll find that out in the uh, 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 odds and ends later. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Um, so where was? It? Oh, yeah. Eric says we're gonna stay. Uh, we cut to some random guy sitting on some rocks on the beach, cleaning some fish he's caught. Just Meaty's some random fisherman sit, sitting on the rock at the bay. Yeah, watching pretty the much tide rolling. Okay. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, a mystery person comes up behind him picks up an oar from a nearby boat and just bashes the fisherman over the head, killing him. Absolutely no reason. 
Death number one, Willie. Willie, are you okay? Are you okay, <laughs> Willie? You've been struck by, you've been hit by a cruel barnacle. Cruel <laughs> barnacle? Man, that, that sounds familiar. That's a stretch, but I like it. I get like the, it. Get the Ben Gay. I'm going to pull my back. Stretch it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyway, uh, random fisherman, he's just dead. Just gone. Sorry, buddy. Um, Take one for the team. We jump back to the group. Um, they're all hanging out on the beach. Uh, Brooke heads back to the house while Kate just sits there with the same dumb-ass dippy look on her face. <sighs> and, um, it's a cross between being, like, really high and having, like, a fucking lobotomy. Like, this is and that's the kind of look she has on her face. Like, the, the, the entire movie. You know what? Maybe she has lockjaw. Mm. You know, the, the giant time-traveling dog. Yeah, I'm going to say humans. maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'd be a little more happy if I had a giant time-traveling dog, dimension-hopping dog. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. So, so is fairly pale people. Um, yeah. My pale ginger sister needs to get her ass out of the sun because that's how you get a globotobin on your hemoglobins. <laughs> oh. My dad had a real bad case, uh, but the doctor came and knocked it off with a stick. Oh. Yeah. All right. True story. True story. I have to a guy I know. <laughs> I came out of his dick. Oh. It was complicated. Yeah, I bet that was. He's got a big dick hole. <laughs> Probably hurt a little bit. Oh, oh. You just come, you just come screaming out with your dad's dick hole? Marshall, <laughs> let me tell you this on air. My father was in a car crash the other day. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that uh, sucks, actually. No, he's good. He's, he, he's got broken ribs. He's got riblets. So I was told by the doctor and my family, I cannot see my father because I will make him laugh, oh. and he will hurt. <laughs> and I'm like, good point. So I hope my father doesn't listen to this. Um, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm happy that he's okay for the most part. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's going to be all right. He's, he's stubborn. Okay. He's like, I ain't got time to bleed. And so he poops some blood instead. Okay. You know. Well, this took a weird turn. Um, hey, Marshall, look at my dick. Yeah, hey, look at that. Lightning bolt dick. Look at this manscaped dick. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, so, <laughs> this is a fucking mess. Professionalism. Um, you knew what you were getting. Into. I know. I, it's just, I forgot. It cuts the night. Everyone's back at the house. Eric finds a flare gun in the basement, tells the others that, uh, this house has some sort of elevator too. He's like, okay, so now there's like this random elevator in this house, which makes zero sense. And really, I don't, I don't know. It's a weird. You never really see it. Um, what What do you think you could possibly use this for? Do you think like maybe there was some kind of ice storage? Or yeah, like fucking... I, you look at the house. It's not like a big fancy mansion no. or, or like a big like farmhouse. It's just like this crappy little beach house. It's yeah, not, not even a like a nice like. Like revacation beach house, it's just plain in the most maybe all definition of the word plain. Plain can be house. Basic as fuck. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's like a fucking elevator that one. You, it never gets used. You never really see it. Oh, it gets used. Well, not the elevator itself. Oh. Um. But it's like a it's like a uh, like a cargo elevator. Not like like, like a doors cl cl close and. So it's like a cargo elevator. You seen like a warehouse. So like, yeah, maybe for ice or Marshall, I I got it figured or out. Or hay barrels, which make no sense because it's not a farm. So. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I gave up a weekend to hang out with the Mary Jo Conrad. 
Friday the 13th Part 3. Uh, so, you know what? I figured it out. This was actually Oswald E. Spencer's, like, his summer house. Oh. So that actually goes down to a lower level. Uh-huh. And then you have proto-tyrants. And I'm not making excuses for this movie no. anymore. That's just fucking dumb. Yeah, you have to have like the square, the square peg, pla- the, uh, the diamond ruby, ruby tiger key that you get the book that opens at the, the crank. Oh, disc yep, and yeah, make sure it's the hexagon the one. Hexagon I swear crank. to God, if it's the square and one, I get the red jewel, you red ruby bat- tiger eye. Yeah, and you got to put the uh, plant poison in the water thing to poison the plants that guard the elevator. You know, and then play a ditty on the piano, Moonlight yeah, Sonata, to open yeah, up the secret door. Fucking hit me a banger. I want, <laughs> I want like Skrillex to show up and look like fucking Millhouse and do like his remix or something, and then he gets killed because he's a douchebag. Yeah, I will never get tired of talking about Resident Evil and the just imagine having to use the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Wesker, I gotta piss. It's like, oh well, what you need to do is you take, <laughs> you push that statue off the ledge, then you take. The hexagon tiger scrotum disc key. That falls out of the, sh- yes. the shattered statue. I mean, what is this, fucking Wishmaster? <laughs> and then, like, by the time he's done, you've just already pissed in the corner. Be yeah. like, yeah. have the help take care of that. <laughs> um, so, uh, the group's hanging out on a pier or the dock of the bay, basically. Drinking wine and eating. Uh, they talk about Kate's art. Um, some frustrations at this point start building. Brooke and Eric, they head off to bed. Uh, Kate and David get into an argument about Kate and her dreams. Now she seems to be shutting down and not enjoying the vacation like everyone else. So she's basically being a big party pooper and she sucks. You know what, Dr. Dave? Wait, that's the one that's with Kay, right? Yeah. Okay. Maybe be supportive if your fucking partner is going through some shit. Yeah. Don't be like, ha ha, you crazy bitch. You're having dreams. But then again, that wouldn't make for a good movie. No. And maybe he's been put up with this shit for a long fucking time. I mean, it's not, maybe it's not new. Like, he needs, he's like, dude, I'm tired of this. I'm over this shit. I, I've been doing this for like 12 years now. Like, I'm sick of hearing about it. I don't well, know. I mean, we don't get the, there's no backstory. We don't get the backstory. Maybe they should agree on anal. Yeah. Pegging for everyone. Yep. Makes it solves all the world's problems, really. Hashtag pegging for everyone. <laughs> pegging for everyone. <laughs> Ooh, the new Monsters movie comes out next month on Netflix. Ooh. Don't care. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I hate myself. <laughs> Hashtag not my Herman. Um, so Brooke and Eric, they're talking um, about this shit too with Kate and her dreams back in their bedroom. Uh, we cut to Kate in bed. David gets in next to her and apologizes for being a dick. Yay. Um, she talks more about her dreams slash nightmares. They end up having sex, I guess. That's... But all we see is David is like just aggressively kissing <laughs> and going down on her <laughs> stomach or something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. just, like she's wearing like a, like a silky negligee nightgown thing, and he's just aggressively kissing her stomach. And her chest. Not, not even her tits. Just her chest and, like, her stomach. He just... actually has a nipple phobia. Yeah. He was raped by a nipple. Uh, <laughs> all right. I am super happy this went out of fashion. Do you remember teddies in the 80s? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the teddy. Not a fan. Really? Because it usually it, it is companioned by an epic bush. Mm. And that blew out Jersey fucking hair. <laughs> Man, uh, I'm glad that's not a thing anymore. Um, Ooh, I saw a chick at the gas station had a fucking mullet. A chick mullet? Yeah. A chicklet? Chicklet? <laughs> <laughs> nope, chicklet. Hashtag 
<laughs> fucking chiclet. The fucking clit in the front, b- booty in the back. I don't fucking know, man. Chiclet. I, I don't know. No, run with it. That's gold. Um, I was gonna say it, but yours is better <laughs> by far. Um. So anyway, the storm hits. The storm finally hits that Marsh warned them all about. Coming down that valley like a son of a gun. <laughs> um, later that night, David hears a noise, which wakes him up. So he gets up to have a looky around. Uh, he ends up in the basement, of course, uh, where he hears what sounds like heavy breathing, I think. I'm not sure, but yeah. Or snoring. Who knows? Um, he oh, that, wandered- was, that was me watching the movie. Yeah. Um, he wanders around and finds a leaking hatch in the ceiling. Um, then the hatch magically flings itself open. And David decides to stick. You know what? I'm going to have me a look-see up there because this door is magically opened by itself. What Let me put my head up there. Curiosity be damned. Let's just fi- let's solve this mystery. Yeah. Um, so he sticks his head up through the hatch, and which then shuts, shuts on him, trapping his head. Um, the hatch closes so tightly on him that it nearly decapitates him. This is kind of dope. And leaves him hanging several feet above the floor. Um, so I got to say, this is the first. We've never had... Death by hatch on the show before. I'll say death by um, trap door. Trap door. Uh, death, <laughs> death number two. David got his head stuck in the trap, and then it started raining blood. Raining blood? <coughs> yeah, I get that. Is, that. is that the cue? That, that was one of them. All right. Um. <laughs> also, how the fuck is that an elevator? Okay, moving yes, on. Yes, let's talk about this. Because this... The hatch is supposed to be the elevator, which took me forever to figure the fuck out till like another 20 minutes into the movie. And I'm like, where's this elevator? It's a, cause all you, it's just a hatch. It's like, it's what's supposed to be is like the double hatch. Actually, it's supposed to be like these two hatches open up vertically in the floor. And I guess an elevator, some supposed to go up and down through it, but you never see the elevator. And then the hatches would come yeah like basically like double doors just you know laying flat basically i love we're doing all these elaborate visual things gestures. that nobody can see yeah um marshall opened his hands like a door no <laughs> I, i'm not fucking but narrating the today. problem with this is again physics it would make zero sense because the only way for this to really work to kill him like that is if both hatches were open <sighs> And both of them closed at the same time, trapping his neck and then gravity pulling it weight down. Because if it's just one hatch, which is what, which is what this is, right. one hatch falls, it would just hit him on the head. Or like smooch his neck, maybe. Yeah. It would just be like, ow, that hurt. And then he'd maybe fall down. That's, this would not kill him. It would not trap him in a death grip where his head nearly comes off. I so desperately wanted to make a trap house joke, but I didn't. That would be juvenile. Mm. But also, like, you it, want to see another. Speaking of trapdoors, if you want to see another, speak uh, a, a more fucked up move that's actually probably more fun than this, go back to episode like forty five or forty eight or something like that, or forty two or some shit like that, and watch the trapdoor. Just that's that that's better than this movie. And that movie sucks. That was one of our all time worst movies for a long time. You hear that trapdoor? We're coming for you. We've already came. We came and got that ass. Uh. Um. <laughs> but anyway, trapdoor. <laughs> and like, also, wouldn't you need somebody to like? Cause he's not a big dude, no. so he's not like gonna decapitate himself. No. You need somebody like fucking pulling his legs. Pulling his yeah, 
and like he could just his hands are underneath or underneath the hatch. He could just like push it up. Oh, I'm very uncomfortable, and I might have to you know wear a fucking neck brace, but I could still get yeah. out of this. Let me just scenario. push the hatch up, and yeah, I might clip my ear a little bit, but you know what? I'd still be alive. Like this is it's so dumb. So the uh, gore effect doesn't look bad. I'll give it that. Like yes. you see it cut into his neck, it, it gets bloody, and I'm like not mad blah. At it. I'm not mad at it, but the the logic and physics behind it are, are bullshit. And make no sense. I think the consensus loud fart noise. Okay. Um. So now Brooke wakes up and she knows that Eric is not in bed next to her. So she gets up to go look for him and ends up going downstairs and sees the front door open. That she goes to close door. it, and that's when Eric pops up, saying that he was uh. Saying that she, or she, he pops up and saying that she was about to lock him out because I don't know, whatever. Well, obviously he, not. You know that fucking door works. Yeah. Um, he explains that he went out to uh, close some of the shutters that were flapping around the wind. They go back to bed. Blah. End of scene. Stupid. Uh, the next morning, Kate wakes up next to David. She rolls over and starts kissing him. As she's kissing him, his eyes pop open. And begin to bleed. This is pretty dope. Blood also starts to run out of his mouth. He's dribbling out uh, some mouth blood. She sits up in fear. What? what? Mouth blood. Mouth blood. (laughs) Um, She flings back the sheets, and we see just David's severed head on the pillow. This part was pretty dope. She screams, wakes up again, and this time there's no David. So another dream. Within a dream. Another dream. This is some. This movie is some inceptiony bullshit going on. I, this I, one. I feel like I've been here before. I feel like I'm stepping into a dream within a dream. Yeah. Little tool for you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Sorry. I guess my dick's hanging out. <laughs> Professionalism. <laughs> sorry, a little late on that, but <laughs> I always forget what key that is. Um. So we go back to the others, and they are on. The beach. Rockaway Beach. Rockaway Beach. All right. Um, Brooke and Eric hear Kate screaming for them, uh, for them and David. So we cut back to them in the house. Kate's trying to tell them that something has happened to David and that she saw it all in a dream again. So we're back to the dream shit. At this point, Eric is fed up with her shit and he's getting mad at her and um, they all end up heading down into the basement to look for David. Um, when they get there, uh, the hatch, which is supposed to, like this, this is where I find this is where we figure out the hatch is actually the elevator. Um, but there's no sign of David. Uh, just a leak, just a leaking, you know, leak water dripping through the hatch. The elevator. Yeah, you doors need to get that shit dealt with because yeah. that's water. That's damage water damage. That's taking down your home value. Yeah, it's serious, serious beach house damage. or not. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, you need to get your uh, basement. Uh, foundation looked at should get that shit checked I mean right um heal your home with heal attack if you, for you St. Louis I don't know bop, 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 bop. <laughs> heal your home with heal attack for a hole in your roof, roof for a whole new roof, roof. <laughs> touch Frederick my butthole <laughs> yours is good too yours is the real thing right. don't touch my butthole don't if there's a hole in your pants then a whole new da- no stop just stop just stop yeah. alright don't edit that so um Anyway, Kate swears that David was here and that he's now he's dead. She's just going on about this. Brooke and Kate head back upstairs while Eric grabs the ladder and checks out the quote-unquote shaft. Um, <laughs> he sees nothing. He climbs up, looks around. He sees nothing. He climbs back down. But when the hatch door closes behind him, we see the on the top side of the hatch, we, see, we do see blood on the hatch. 
I hope it's not David's blood. Yes, beat me to it. I was about to do the same thing. Well done. Well played, sir. Um, you jump to Eric, wandering around outside, calling out for David. At this point, night falls again. Would you say that Kay is exploring the dream theater and Eric welcomes himself to the jungle? <laughs> um, yeah. I, I guess but, he I won't, but he won't find any fun in games. No, he will not. Unfortunately, that's sad. Um, Kate has made a fire in the fireplace this time. Brooke enters with a tray of tea and tries to convince Kate that David is fine and just out taking some photos. Because apparently, I guess he's a photographer. Dykes, he's something, something, that's his side hustle or whatever. I don't know. Boy, I'm glad they established that earlier yeah, on in the yeah, movie. That's, exactly. that's very helpful. <laughs> they don't. They just drop it out of the blue on you on this part. Uh, Kate wants to tell Brooke something, but makes her promise not to tell Eric. But then it just cuts away. So you never find out what this thing is. Like, I got to tell you a big secret, but you can't tell Eric, okay? Cut away. <laughs> it never comes back, ever. It's like in the last Star Wars movie when they're sinking in the sand and fucking uh, Finn says to Ray, I got a secret to tell you. And they just didn't. <laughs> they fly now. Oh. Whoa. You all right there? No, I was just thinking about that movie. Okay. It makes me mad. Oh. Did you ever see The Secret Boss with Kylo Ren? Where he dresses up as like Matt. Oh, like oh, yeah, yes, yes, I've seen that. My buddy said, my buddy said he saw Kylo Ren in the shower and he was fucking shredded. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Kylo Ren's a bitch. He weighs ninety pounds, and, and then it's like, oh no, he's choking on food and he's fucking force choking. <laughs> and he just fucking throws the other dude into the vending machine. It's like, yo, Matt sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I remember that that secret ball. Yeah, that was pretty good. Guys, I have an announcement. I'm yeah, we know you're Kylo Ren. When did you know? When when you said I'm Matt. <laughs> that shit's good. Um so where were we? Oh, uh we cut away after the promise that we never hear. Uh it cuts back to Brooke and Eric now talking about David. Brooke starting to um side with Kate now after realizing that None of David's clothes are missing, only his bathrobe. And it's very unlikely that David would go out on a photography hike in only his bathrobe. We don't know him. That's true. We don't know. We really we don't know David. We didn't know he was a fucking photographer. No, shit. we don't know anything. He could be fucking, who knows what David's into. Maybe, kind of our, shit. maybe our boy likes to stay cozy while he takes some candies. Maybe he's a bit of a voyeur or an exhibitionist. You know? Yeah, but, but who's he creeping on, though? Maybe he's just one of those, like, nudists. Maybe it's like, you know, I'm going out in nature, and, and yep. I'm, I'm out here. There's no one else on this island. I'm just going to go. freak flag fly. You know, hang my way in the in the wind and uh, enjoy it. Let the wind waggle my ween. Yep. Uh, anyway, this leads to an argument between Brooke and Eric, um, the two of which Kate is eavesdropping on, but they end up, but the two of them quickly make up. Like, so it doesn't, fuck it, it's stupid. These guys must suck at a fucking party. Everybody in this house sucks. Except for me. Eric's always like, like, I'm getting drunk. I can't handle these people. Yeah, but, you know what? I'd be like, oh, I have job things to do at not here. Yeah. I think Eric just had like all fun just beaten out of him by these people. He's And yeah, this whole group sucks. Like none of them would be fun to hang around. These are the people like at the party. You're like, dude, that's a really, that reminds me of anything else. And yes. you just walk away. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what these people are. Um, so morning comes again, Brooke and Eric are out on the beach looking for David. Um, they decide to split up to go look for him. Uh, meanwhile, Kate is back at the old theater. Oh, I jumped my line. Sorry. This is that, uh, we get several shots of everyone 
wandering around, shouting out for David, except for Kate, who just walks slowly around the inside of this theater. Um, and this is where I started talking about Kate's fucking hair, because this chick's goddamn lion's mane on her head is so puffy, curly, and tall. Like, her hair is like an eighth wonder of the world, like the ninth wonder of the world, I guess. It's her hair is a sight to behold. And it's not necessarily, I don't mean that in like a good way. It's fucking weird. It's like, damn, dude, look at that shit. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it should be like a freak show, sideshow, something. It's not a good style. Is it better than fucking old girl from Chopping Mall who just has like the orange fro? Hmm. It sucks because it's like Kelly Malone or whatever, and she's really cute and shit. But no, that this hair. is worse. This is worse, I think. Oh boy, just I, some textbook '80s hair. Yeah, but it's this is like '80s hair, like turned up like to a thousand. It, it's to eleven because it, it goes up to eleven. Yeah, I, you break the knob off. It just doesn't make sense. Like this hair is just obnoxious. And like I don't know who thought this was a good idea. <laughs> oh, it'd be like if you shaved your dog and fucking glued it to your head. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Um, Somebody must paint that. <laughs> paint that. Um, several minutes of fucking nothing pass um, until Kate goes up onto the stage. Now, uh, here's a uh, little warning. A little uh, rant is incoming here. Uh oh. So prepare yourself accordingly. <sighs> so we clearly see nothing. As she's walking through, we get this big aerial shot up high of this empty theater, just. Busted seats. It's empty. There's trash. There's nothing here. I think if they touched it up, they could have a real estate. You know, there could be, there's something there. there potential. Um. But so, and we clearly see she's walking up onto the stage from the house. She's walking down the aisles or what's left of them up onto the stage. And you see the stage and all its glory. Nothing there. Big empty stage, and the whole theater is brightly lit by all the sunlight coming in through all the broken windows and holes in the walls. It's a big open high ceiling room, right? Right? So Kate keeps gets up on stage, which for some reason has a set of large glass double-pane doors upstage center wall. That makes no fucking sense for a theater to have that. What? I worked in a theater. I know you don't put a fucking double doors in your middle center stage up with light coming in the background. That's fucking stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Well, she looks out the doors and we see a hand swing down behind her. She turns around and she sees Dave's headless body hanging upside down by his feet. Where the fuck did the body come from? Because we clearly see it wasn't there mere seconds ago as she walked up on the stage. There was nowhere for it to hide. If there was there the whole time, then she should have seen it as soon as she walked into the fucking theater house. She literally walks right past where it's hanging and it's not there. She turns around and bam, there's a headless body hanging there. Kate fucking screams, which seems to echo all across the goddamn island and causes a flock of seagulls to fly away. Rant over. Goddamn. <laughs> Wait, would you say that Kate found Davis decapitated body? Postmortem! Yeah, I would say that. That's, that's a Slayer song. <laughs> okay, I, I was assuming that because I was like, I, I don't know where you're going with this, but I would say yes, yeah, she found a postmortem. Yeah. Uh, that sounded like that hurt. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I gotta get some uh, genius juice in the carcass. Yeah, why don't you take some of that down? Um, so night falls again. Everyone's back at the house. Eric grabs the flare gun so he can go shoot some flares off from the beach, uh, hoping to signal for help. Brooke tries to stop him, saying that Kate 
uh, saying that Kate saw the killer in her dreams and that if she falls asleep again, we could all die. What the fuck is happening? And Freddy's like, I'm not even in this yeah, fucking movie, thank you. bitch. This is so Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Like, what? Except not good. That is literally my next note. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So now we're crossing into cheap Nightmare on Elm Street ripoff ter- territory. Oh, sadly, Nightmare on Elm Street didn't come out till two years after this fuck fest. So was Nightmare on Elm Street inspired by this piece of shit? God, I hope not. Uh, actually, Marshall, uh, the script for A Nightmare on Elm Street was finished in 1981, but Wes Craven had to shop it around for a few years because okay. it wasn't your standard uh, counselor slash and dice. So, thank you. Honestly, thank you for clearing that up. I got you, Because bud. I was like, please, God, tell me that this, this is not the prank precursor to Nightmare on Elm Street. Wes Craven pops out of his cough and he's like, that's fucking bullshit and you <laughs> fucking know it. Yeah. Eat shit and live, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I watched Sleepaway Camp, dude. That movie rules. Oh. But yeah, it's getting very Nightmare on Elm Streety now. And it, it's, we're, we're, what rabbit hole are we going down with this thing? So Eric snaps after hearing this. He tells Brooke that when they were kids, their father gave Kate, gave Kate a cat. Little baby kitty. Little baby kitty cat for Christmas. And a few days later, uh, that cat was found dead in the meat freezer in the garage. And Kate said that something in her dreams killed the cat. I would fucking throw that bitch out a window. You do not hurt kitties. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you can punt a baby. That's fine. But if you touch a kitten, I'm going to flip the fuck out. Um, their parents sent Kate to a shrink till she was 16 because of her nightmares. And he says that her nightmares didn't kill the cat, that something very real did, and then he storms off. Why are they all such fucking DQ bitches? They're all fucking prima donnas. Everybody sucks in this. Everybody sucks. Everybody fucking sucks. Fucking. This movie drains me. (laughs) This is you saying I know. It's like fucking somebody flipped like pulled out a mirror and blasted it back <laughs> on you kind of shit it's like somebody opened the box and used it against you <laughs> eric shoots off a couple of flares on the beach while kate watches from her room and that shit's dope uh when he comes back in he and brooke take kate some coffee Eric and Kate get into another argument about Kate seeing the killer in her dreams. Yay. That's about not 80% of this movie is just them arguing and yelling at Kate about her dreams. That's it's. Oh, it's so fucking repetitive. You know what? That reminds me, uh, dude, when they're talking about Kate in the fucking, the frozen kitty. Yeah. Like, I hope that happened in a dream and she's not some kind of angel of death. Oh, another good Slayer reference right there. I don't care what kind of black magic she was dreaming about, oh, nice. but if you kill another goddamn baby kitty, hell wait, that unexpected you! Nice. <laughs> but I hope she doesn't wear uh, the kitty's dead skin as a mask. Dead skin mask. That'd be kind of dope. That's a, another Slayer song. What? Dead skin mask. Oh, schooled. All you metalheads out there, call into the hotline number. Marshall, what's that number? 7404 Suck It. That's right. One more time. 7404 Suck It. And if you think you can carve somebody's face off and uh, wear it as a mask, send those pictures into Instagram. And no, Marshall don't. Will don't do that. I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, don't no. To the Here Comes the Spooky. <laughs> that number is 704 666. Let them be responsible for that legality nightmare. I don't know. <laughs> 2814. No underage shiny pics. Um, ooh. 
All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. From did, that. I, did I do that thing where I talk too much? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'll happen. Just, just a little too far. Um, so, uh, where were we? Uh, so, she starts ranting about seeing the word, this is Kate again, ranting about seeing the word queen or a queen of some type in her dreams. K W E E N. Queen. Yeah. Wait, K Q. But I, I went to Collinsville. What do you want? Q U E E N. Yes, queen. my queen. Queen. Um, and then Queen Latifah shows up and she's like, don't you drag me in this shit. I am a royalty peasant. Um, which then leads to her to talk about how these dreams slash premonitions now of hers are giving this thing life and will continue to do so until it doesn't need her anymore. Um, Eric tells her that they spiked her coffee with phenobarb to help her sleep. Um, Kate freaks the fuck out. Hey, Marshall, yeah. do you have any phenol barb laying around? Yeah, I got some on the shelf right over there. Because <laughs> oh. where I keep my phenol barb. Phenol just, barb. Just keep it handy. Never leave home without it. Um, so, so this entity is using <laughs> dream energy. Huh. Yeah, it sounds oddly familiar. <laughs> this sounds like a nightmare It does. Something. I don't know, man. Maybe, yeah, it's... And what's I, I, I don't yeah I don't know I was gonna make a street joke Oak, Oakland Oak Oak Street maybe are they on Oak Street no Oak, Oak Avenue Oak Avenue a bad dream on Birch Boulevard on Birch Boulevard <laughs> Night Tears on Birch Boulevard <laughs> starring Edric Leopardson <laughs> Roar bitch <laughs> Roar bitch Roar bitch I feel like I've been here before. God. Uh, Kate freaks the fuck out. Eric has to pin her down to the bed and restrain her. Ooh la la. Uh, we cut the brook downstairs. Eric comes down to join her, telling her that Kate's finally asleep now. Because he just fucking just... Roofied, he basically Yeah, roofied his sister. Gave her a fucking... Ooh. <laughs> Moving on. Um, they talk about what to do next, since it seems like no one is coming to help them. At this point, Brooke is starting to really side with Kate and beginning to think that maybe there is something to what Kate is saying. Eric still refuses to buy into that shit, saying it, that it wasn't a dream that killed David, but someone very real, then realizes that maybe Marsh never left the island and it's, and perhaps he's the one who killed David. Denim, Dan. <laughs> Damn. Eric then decides to go look for more flares out in the boathouse. Brooke begs him not to leave her alone, but he's like, you'll be fine in the house. Just lock the doors, and he leaves. Does he know about the dark secret behind the boathouse? Ooh. That's a Toadies song. I'm going to say, isn't that the, my dark secret? My, that's all kind of fucking, I like that. Isn't it like Possum King or something like that? Yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Do you want to die? Yeah, I like that song. It's a good song. I can't tell you another Toadie song, but I'm... No, I... Fuck it. <laughs> um... Eric reaches the boathouse as he looks around. We see a shadow pass by one of the windows. Uh, he finds two more flares and hears the door slam behind him, but he thinks it's just the wind. Uh, he leaves and goes out to the pier slash dock where he finds one of his fishing poles still set up. So he decides, oh, I need to take this down. After taking down his fishing pole, he turns, walks down the dock. After he takes a few steps, we see a giant fish hook on a fishing line dangling in the air behind him, just floating there. Someone casts the fishing pole. The lion wraps around his neck. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's Leroy Lukey. What's he doing here? Did he flee Haywood, Wisconsin? Did someone play the devil's tritone? What's Leroy Lukey doing here? 
It's smelling awfully musky up in there. Yeah, it's fucking musky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Eric gets yanked back by the fishing line around his neck, cut back to Brooke smoking back in the house, then right back to Eric, who's now being dragged through the sand, screaming by the fishing line. The whole sequence is fucking ridiculous because the next we see him being dragged out into the ocean by an invisible killer or maybe Leroy Lukey learned how to walk on water because <laughs> it's insane. I just find it funny as hell that the killer dragged Eric down the dock, off the dock, into the sand, through the sand, then out into the ocean. Like, that's an elaborate, long way to drag somebody. If you want to get in the water, just pull them off the dock. It's like the family circus when yes. Jesse gets <laughs> it's a little dotted dot line. That's exactly what this is. I love it. That's fucking hilarious. Um, would you say we have a death here? I would say we have a death here. We definitely have a death. Um, I, unfortunately, I can't say it's the first time we had a death by fishing pole because we've had that one already. Did, From, you, did you guys do a... Always, I know it by spring break. Going on a fall break. Oh, oh I know. Blood oh, hook. Oh, you mean uh, the mutilator? Thank you. Yeah, we did mutilator. Yeah, because that chick totally gets hooked. Yeah. All right. So, so like, that whole time he was wandering around, like, the, the, the shack. Yeah. Uh, it felt like the season of the abyss. And inside my head, it was like, silent screaming. Uh, and then also, that, that, that fishing line was pretty thick, like, piano wire. Ooh. Death number three, Eric. Catch of the day. <laughs> Catch of the day. I like that one. I'll give you props. I like that. I'll take it. Um, so, anyway, um, Eric's dragged into the ocean. Never seen from again. Bye. He's gone. Get out of your nerd. Um, what a stupid name, Eric. Eric. <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Only idiots and retards are named Eric. <laughs> Little retarded morons. <laughs> With yee-yee-ass immune systems. <laughs> Oh, boy. Canceled. Yep. Um, we cut time. back to Brooke as a, as a second storm hits now. Because that whole time, you know, there's supposed to be this big, horrible, like, tropical storm hitting. Like Club Dread. Yeah. Like, the entire time we see Eric out on the docks getting killed with fish line, no storm, no wind, no rain, no thunder, no light, nothing. It's perfect calm. So, a big storm hits. Marshall. Then it's I, calm. And now I, another big storm hits. Eye of the storm. Oh, eye of the storm. I'm not making excuses for this movie. Um, anyway, now Brooke has decided to head out to the boathouse now too, because of course, why not? Um, she looks around, knows that the small boat that's propped up in there, like on like rope or board or something, it's a small little rowboat with an outboard motor, probably. Did Did you catch this? She, she rubs the side. Yeah, off she it. rubs it off. Yeah, I, oh, a, I caught this. Do you know the name of the sh the boat? Yeah, Island Boy. <laughs> That sounds familiar. Um, yeah, the name of the boat is Island Queen. Mississippi Queen! Uh, no, no, no. Seeing this causes her to freak out, and that's when a fucking pitchfork comes magically levitating out from the darkness all by itself. Uh, and this looks so cheaply done. Like, this is shit you would see at, like, like an after-school haunted house thing. Like, somebody sets up in the gym like this. Tie, let's tie some... Uh, and fishing line to it and just, just dangle it like a marionette because that's exactly what this thing is. It's just like, <laughs> it's so bad. It's so Scooby-Doo-ish looking. Did you catch that she's not wearing a bra the whole time? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. So it aims its tines at Brooke and starts floating towards her. Ooh. She screams, runs for a boarded up window instead of the door she just came in. 
let me run to the boarded up window. Boarded uh, up window instead of out the yeah. door. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke starts ripping the boards off as the pitchfork continues to float towards her with all the speed of a stone turtle walking through molasses. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Yeah, was, well played. Um, Brooke rips off the last board, then the uh, then breaks the glass. She starts to climb through, and then gotcha, bitch! She gets pitchforked through the back, out through the titties, and not just the titties, but her nips as well. This might be my favorite pitchforking death ever because they line those tines coming out of her chest perfectly. Like they pop out through her nips, perfectly lined up. Death number four, sweet pokies. Yeah. <laughs> Fork and A. Fork and A. Um, the next morning, Kate goes out to the boathouse. Does her hair just keep getting bigger? I think it bigger? does. Dude, that's where the psionic energy is going, her fucking hair. Yes. Her, it's, it, her hair is like a chia pet. It just keeps growing. It's like in fucking Dragon Ball when, you know, Goku powers up and his hair gets bigger. But that's like her nightmare fucking fuel. So she she looks like Marge Simpson at this point. <laughs> yeah, only red. Um, God damn. Um, <laughs> so the next morning, Kate gets up, goes out to the boathouse looking for Brooke and Eric, but finds no sign of them. Uh, she goes out on the dock. She spots one of the unused flares. When she bends down to pick it up, she sees Eric's dead body floating in the water. Which, by the way, he looks like he's been dead for days instead of hours. Like, he is messed up. Uh, Kate runs away, but eventually trips and falls. This part was dope. This Yes. She lands next to Brooke's dead body, which is has about, like, a dozen tiny crabs crawling over her face. I call those things little piss crabs. I, I, had to say, I did love uh, that little touch. I did like the crabs on the face. I thought that was a cool... Uh, cool Be- added effect. Better than crabs on my dick. Yes. Mm. Much better. Yeah. Um, Kate runs back to the house screaming, slamming the door behind her. Uh, Kate goes all through the house, closing all the doors, windows, and shutters. She can barricades the front door with a bookcase and then just sits on the floor for a few minutes. Cause collecting thoughts. Yeah, I'm just going to sit here. Just being a stupid yeah. bitch. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, next, she goes around and starts barricading other doors, then makes some coffee. <laughs> Take in a fucking play straight out of Nancy Thompson's survival guide. Yep. Gotta uh, make the coffee and booby trap the house. I'm just waiting for her to pull out the bottle of no-dos or caffeine pills. Right. Fucking hypnosil. Yeah. <laughs> um, Welcome to my world, bitch. Uh, so, and now the next several minutes, we literally just watch her sit on the stairs trying to keep herself awake. This movie is really good at wasting her time. It's maybe the best movie ever at that. Um... <laughs> If there, is a, if there is a Grammy for Time Waster, give the, this, this one this this is is your they, award winner. This is what they show POWs in Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Wait, Grammy? Emmy? Emmy. Raspberry. Emmy Oscar. Grammy's music. It'd be, it would be the Emmy or the Oscar. What's the, it was, it's an EOT where you like get an Emmy EGOT. and Oscar. Yeah, a Grammy and Emmy and Oscar. Emmy, and a, Emmy Grammy, Oscar, Tony. And you, then you get tickled. And then you get tickled. Um, and then you get a poppy. What? I don't know. Um, Fuck this movie. Yeah, so we literally watch her sitting there on stairs for minutes, just reading, smoking, drinking coffee, um, and then eventually burning herself with a cigarette, which they... You know, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. <laughs> <laughs> this is almost as bad in the original Friday the 13th when Alice makes a cup of coffee in real time. In real time, yeah. 
Which I actually like that. That movie gets away with it. This, but the thing you kind of fuck up the cigarette burn, in my opinion, because so it's well, here's what I found funny about. It. So she holds her hand out. She has the the burnt down cigarette butt, and she blows it onto the palm of her hand. But when when the the burning cigarette butt hits the palm of her hand, she doesn't react. There's no reaction whatsoever. She's like. Whatever. But then when she removes it from her palm, then she screams in pain. So maybe like, she's what? a hard worker and she has calloused hands. Calloused hands? Because, man, when I burnt myself with that crack torch, yeah, uh, I didn't feel it for a little bit. And then it looked like I had monkey pox. Yeah, but you also had like a giant fucking pus blister there that probably desensitized your area, right? No, I bandaged it up real good. Oh. I, di- I didn't pop it because that shit's gross. Let your body heal. Ugh, people are weird. <laughs> Oh my god, no, I sent you guys the picture and Aaron's all like, oh dude, Dr. Yeah. Pimple Popper. Yep, I'm like, Dr. Pimple Popper. Fucking go look at feet. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Love you, Aaron. How you doing, brother? Um, But yeah, I just found it weird. Like, she doesn't scream when the cigarette touches her skin. She screams when she pulls it away. Maybe she was loving the burn be the, so much. Yeah, she's like, maybe she's one of those, yeah, gets off on pain. Like, she, maybe she's a, a sadist or masochist. Masochist. Sadomasochist is the one. Uh, it's you because you torture people with fun movies. Yeah, I'm the I'm the sadist. you're the masochist. I know I'm the sadist. Yes, she would be the masochist who likes to receive the pain. But you're also a sadomasochist because you're suffering too. I am. Yeah, I I, I I give and receive the pain. Yeah, because it's real nice of you. Yeah, you fucking normal head. You cannot say I don't like to share. I, I like sharing is caring. Sharing my dude. is caring. Um, I hate you. <laughs> Do you want an alcoholic beverage, sir? Um, I uh, yeah. Let's see if we if, if those things are cold now. We're gonna take a quick break here and get some some drinks because God damn this yep. fucking movie. Uh, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, we're back. Uh, we got ourselves some uh, manly manly white claw surge drinks. <laughs> some blood orange. No uh, no law or. White Claw, No Law, or something like I, I that. Know. I don't know. Um, we, everybody's favorite sound. There it is. Wait, how'd that go? Oh, yeah. So, um, whew. Yay, this movie. Mm. Uh, oh, goddamn. I said, goddamn. Ooh, that hits. Whew. We're men. That knocks, that White Claw knock you out, just like the storm knocks out the power here in this movie. Yeah, seriously. How is there? They said tropical storm several times, yep. but there's still. Do they have like a Gilligan's Island coconut generator yeah. or something? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds familiar. So, uh, yeah, the power gets knocked out. Kate c- continues to just sit on the stairs. Um, at some point, I think she hears some noises and goes into the kitchen and grabs a knife and then barricades the kitchen door with the fridge. Good move. Um, Kate stands there in silence for several moments doing nothing. Uh, then the door flies open, but the fridge blocks it. The force of the door trying to open knocks the fridge over a bit. Wait, and all old, this food spills out. That old linebacker from the Bears? Yeah, yeah. William the refrigerator Perry is <laughs> barricading the door. Good for him, man. He needed some work. <laughs> he just I hang guess. out in the cage. The cage's like, hey, you're staying here. You know, when he's not being part of the G.I. Joe's. Yes. <laughs> having grenade footballs or whatever that was. It's a football mall or like a mace with a football, metal football. You know him. what? They started redoing like six-inch G.I. Joe's. They better make him. Yeah. They have Sergeant Slaughter. They, I'm going to say they better do Slaughter. Dude, he's um, dope. 
So yeah, I'm still like of all the toys they breed. We're going to tangent here because I was thinking oh, about. Yeah. It's funny I was thinking about the I was like, like they do. They still do Star Wars. Still, I was like, man, they don't have. Where, what happened to GI Joe? Oh, they're back, they, dude. I, like, those were like the best toys like, of all. Like, so I have Zartan, I have Destro, and I have Cobra Commander. Nice, nice. I, I'm trying to get the Baroness. She's like, she came with a bike. It was a Target exclusive, and they're. Oh. And then, like now, they're retro carded six inches, like at Walmart, and it's an exclusive. But I got my go, my boys out on it. I have a uh, toy over there. There's a blue, blue gym bag underneath the TV stand. I see it, and that has all my old GI Joes in it from when I was a kid. All the figures. Problem is, all like the rubber bands in them, like just age and I snap. I can fix it. I can they, fix they're it. They're all in pieces. You use you use uh, brace rubber bands, and you're good to go. Oh. Uh, we used to get mad scientists. What was your favorite Snake Eyes? Uh, my favorite snake guys. I only had one. I think it was the all black one. The, the I mean, they're all black. But yeah. Like the OG. I was a big fan of the third release when he had like the cool ninja visor thing. Mm. Maybe. Yeah, I don't remember which one I had. I had to look in the back. <laughs> my favorite Destro. We call him Pimp Daddy Destro. He has a gold mask. He's wearing like purple, and he has this leopard print. So oh like, yeah, I think I remember that one. I didn't have that one. I had I had OG with just the metal head. So they reissued them. Silver. Oh, that vacuum seal? Yeah, that shit was dope. So they reissued them, and they called them Prophet Dispenser Destro, PD Pimp Daddy Destro, dude. He comes with fucking aviators and a stack of hundos that are on fire. Dude. And I have, like, Super Supreme Cobra Commander, and he has, like, all black and a gold mask. I'll bring them over. We can play with them like adults. We can play. Nice. That's right. Um, anyway. Fuck this movie. Yeah, fuck so, uh, fridge. Oh, G.I. Joe. That's where you go. Um, so, <laughs> so the door flies over. The fridge blocks it. Food falls out on, on a Kate. He spears it. Yeah, we see a hand reaching through the door. Kate stabs the hand with the knife, causing the hand to recoil in pain. Dude. Allowing Kate to push the fridge back up against the door. Man, that fridge um, ain't no pushover. Closing the door in the process. But then the dumb fucking bitch drops the goddamn knife and mm. runs away. Yes, yeah, she suffers from a terminal case of white bitchitis. <laughs> it's common in these movies. Because, what, she got a boo-boo or something? Yeah. Ah. Um, Kate runs for the stairs as the mystery person starts trying to break into the kitchen. Kate trips on the stairs, of course, hurts her ankle. Marshall, would you say bitches be tripping? I would definitely say bitches be tripping. Um, she crawls up the stairs a bit, then pulls out the flare gun from I don't know fucking where, but there it is in her hand. Marsh pops up out of nowhere. Kate shoots him with the flare gun. Marsh goes flying backwards like he's hit with like a fucking cannon. Yeah, sweet recoil, bro. Uh, the flare, which is now sticking out of his stomach, ignites him. He erupts in flames. The floor, the walls, the stairs all catch on fire. The flames spread incredibly fast. Well, you know why? Because uh, they got a good deal because that cabin, that little shanty, was made of fossil wood and oily yeah. rags. <laughs> Do you remember the Friday the 13th? And probably all that fucking hairspray fumes in the house for her fucking My hair. My God. Do you remember the Friday the 13th game? Uh, like, first round I ever played, I popped Jason directly into the eye with a flare gun. It was just sticking out like a roaming <laughs> candle. And I was laughing. I was like, Oh shit, he gonna kill my ass. <laughs> Guess what happened then, Marshall? He killed, he killed my ass. ass. <laughs> I love that. That was game was so much fun. It still is. Um I just don't yeah, but trying to get like eight 
I know nine people for a full game is like impossible nowadays. Um, so, um, where were we? Um, uh, Kate, Kate gets up, fire. Kate gets up, crawls up, crawls to the front door. She pushes the bookshelf out of the way that she had used to barricade it as the fire spreads. When she opens the door, she finds herself face to face with the crypt keeper's cousin. Kate screams and screams. The camera cuts to an exterior shot of a house of the house as Kate continues to scream. So, whoa, what the fuck? So, what? There's this magical, weird, Crypt Keeper, like, dollar store ripoff version standing there going, Yeah. And Kate's like, And this goes on and on and on. And they cut to the next theory of the house, and she's still screaming and screaming and screaming. And then... Do you remember Resident Evil 6? I try to block right. that out of my mind. Because the titular Slayer looks like the bloodshot bow... Rah, like a liquor, but with eyes and oh, shit. Oh, okay. D- don't think too hard about it. Moving yeah. on. Moving on. Video of the listeners would have looked that up. Do it and leave us alone. <laughs> and then if this shit ain't bad enough. Oh, God. This movie ain't shit enough. Oh, get ready God. for the shit they slap you in the face with of an <sighs> ending. So now it cuts to a fucking young kitty Kate being woken up in her bed by her fucking parents on Christmas morning. That's right. Fuck this. Kitty Kate tells him that I had a bad dream. So did In we. runs Kitty Eric, telling her to hurry up. There's a ton of presents underneath the tree. Hurry up, Kate. Get up. Then her dad pulls out a kitten from behind his back and gives it to her. Just like, like shoves it down the camera's throat. Oh, no. Kitty Kate gasping for <sighs> And freeze frame on Kitty Kate's face. Blackout. Roll creds. What in the holy blue fuckery of an ending is that? Freeze frame. Bam, 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 da, da, God da, da, da. damn it. So this fucking movie is like a dream within, within a, a dream, dream within, within a dream, dream with I think one more layer of dream in there. And it's all been like a kid's premonition, which makes zero fucking sense. Uh-oh. So God damn this movie. Are you kidding me? We've sat through an hour of this garbage for this ending for a kid to wake up on Christmas morning and say, it was all a bad dream. I was a kid. I didn't dream about my 35-year-old self on a beach house with my friends getting murdered. No, kids dream of all this shit. They don't fuck this. Like that time there were ADSTs in the field behind my house and like the Predator and I had to team up and whoop some ass. Yes. I mean, I had nightmares as a kid, but not like, this is bullshit. Okay. You don't <laughs> So that also means six-year-old Kate then was dreaming of getting plowed by her future husband at one point in her dream. She was, oh. like, Kate was having a sex dream in her sex, in a dream. She's got, uh-oh, somebody took my dark city and dumped it in Inception. Yeah. And she was dreaming of her future friend, Brooke, naked in the shower, too. This kid's got issues. We know that. But fuck this ending. I'm so angry. God, this is like, <sighs> this feels like a nightmare I've lived through twice. <laughs> yeah. This is so weird. So weird. <sighs> I need a moment. I just need a moment to drink. That's, that's okay, buddy. Um, what the hell, Dad? I don't know. It better not be the Slayer. <laughs> the Slayer's coming. Uh, all right. Let's move on. 
Where are we? Odds and ends. Let's do this. No, no, fuck it. It's been a while. We're on to favorite kills. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. All right. Favorite kill. (sighs) (laughs) You're you're acting like this is the first day of school and you're like (laughs) Charlie's Brown spiritual Sherpa or something. (laughs) Oh, geez. All right. What? Nachos. Favorite kill for this movie? I don't know, man. It's kind of a toss-up. It's either dude getting stuck in the trap house. The hook was kind of cool, but then when old boy just did his human torture impersonation, I mean, they all suck. Mm-hmm. This movie's just... I don't know. What about you, Marshall? My soul. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll drink to that. Uh, no, uh... I think if I, I mean, by the rule, if I actually have to pick one, um, the 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 David getting the head hatch was, was pretty good. Yeah, right? good. I mean, the the, the post gore effect was good, but the kills. Eh. I might just go with the the pitchfork through the nips, man. Oh, titty forked, man. They're all equally bad, but kind of good at the yeah. same time. I don't really think one's worse than the other. Bitch got titty forked, man. I know. <laughs> and that dude got totally smoked by an ore too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah I'm going I'll go with the titty fork. Um, yeah. Even though we've seen pitchforks, but I've never seen. Like, I can't recall. I'm sure it's happened. But I can't recall seeing one that was so perfectly placed right through the nips. Like they stupendous nipple place. Yeah, man. I mean you know they lined that shit up intentionally. Oh yeah, that was no coincidence. Like oh we're gonna have it come out through your nipples. Hey buddy, we're talking about it. So they did something. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, so... Not much, but that... I don't know. Oh, I'm going to close this door real quick. All right, let's go do that. And then when you come back, you, you didn't... You actually have to pick a kill there, buddy. Oh, you didn't pick all one. All right, all right. So, uh, naturally, I think our... Uh... Hey, while you're at it, you, this is fine, listen. Can you check the uh, studio door real quick? Yes. Make sure that's still closed. Oh, we're done with the door. I got you. Ah, because I think my... Uh... I think my child opened the door and probably heard a lot of inappropriate things <laughs> just a few minutes ago. But, uh, you know, it'll be, under the door. it happens. Um, anyway, so better, nachos. Better learning it here from some, some yeah. hooligans on the street. Yeah. Because we're professionals. We are professionals. Um, uh, all right, real talk. Pick one. Them, them's the rules. Trap Put house. Them. Trap house. Trap house. All right. Th- thanks, Harls. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Mr. M. <laughs> That show's pretty good, by the it's way. So good. Did you see the Joker one where he runs like for the PTA and stuff? Yeah, he's like Joker for mayor now. And all <sighs> Dude, Harley Quinn on HBO is so good. Yeah, it's so good. It's like Venture Brothers, but playing with the brand names. Maybe not as good as Venture Brothers. I guess I've never watched Venture Brothers. Oh, oh my god, dude, you you would poop, man. Wait, I love Harley wait, Quinn. Wait that till show it wraps so though, because it's a the show's on its eighth season. It's been around for twenty. Yeah. I could have kids that could drive I say, that me show's to the been bar. around forever. I remember that thing about that. Was college, that show was still on like Cartoon Network and Adult Swim or something like that. Who's your favorite character on the Harley Quinn show other than Harley Quinn? Oh, that's a tough one, man. I like Poison Ivy. I like her, her, her sarcastic view. Oh, Frank the Plant? Frank's good. I love Bane. Oh, Bane's, Bane's so good. <laughs> oh, why do they write Bane on my cup when they know my name is Bane? This coffee will this coffee will be my reckoning. I'm gonna blow up this coffee house. Blow it up. Show them. Uh, dude, Andy Tudak is the Joker's really good because he's so fucking extra. Yeah. But dude, the Bane—it's like just Bane. Bane. 
And I love Ron Funches. Like he cracks me up. Even King Shark. Oh, it's King Shark, dude. So good. Oh man. Everything on that show is great. Like it's, it's pretty so fucking good. Dude, that whole shit with Swamp Thing and Constantine. Yeah. They all wake up with like stupid tourist shirts like I got hosed in New Orleans. Oh, kite man, man I, I who thought Dude, about like a, kite Hell yeah. Like, who thought about Kite Man would have been fun? He's getting a spin off show. I can't believe that. That's hilarious. Dude, they made me love Kite Man. Yeah. They made like, you like Kite Man. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's like Chad and Booster Gold. <laughs> but like but he's like a a Labrador retriever. He's just so fucking cool. He's so likable. I know, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um God, all right. <laughs> might have to make that a thing. All right, let's move on to... Uh, yeah, we got it. Yeah. Let's move on to odds and ends. Just uh, when you thought it was over, here comes the odds spooky. and ends. It's never over. <laughs> God, what, did you get a case of season seven-itis or something? <laughs> oh, shit, we broke them. Okay. We broke the damn Archel. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I was just gonna say it. I'm looking at the mics and it says professional. Yeah. So professional. Alright, ratings. IMDB gives it a 5.2 on fuck you, IMDB. That is beyond generous. Friday yeah. the 13th get less than this. Yes. Is it because of the intricate plot? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Ron Tomatoes, there is no official thermometer score. It has a 25% audience score. For once, I side with Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and Amazon, fuck you, Amazon. Five stars. Fuck you so hard. Five stars, bro. 4.1 out of 5. There is no God. There is no God. Your God is dead. Oh, plot words. There are 84 of those I wrote down. Kitten. Oh. Cat. Oh. Black cat. Really? Okay. Now, these I don't... I, I'll take you because I don't agree with any of these last ones at all. All right. Exploitation film. How? This is not exploitation. How? Yeah. How? How is this even on the video nasty list? Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Grindhouse film. No. How? It's How? not. No. 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 Hotel Hell. No. Bloodhook. <sighs> yep. Shocksploitation. Fuck you. No, it's not. How about Snoysploitation? Ugh. <sighs> Emphasis on the words. And snore. last one again. Is, is, I don't. Is it? Is it? Is it? It is. Yeah. Psychotronic. Psychotronic film. I don't why. How can it be all of those? It's all those and none of those. Like Do it, people no. truly know the definition of the word psychotronic. I will I I don't. I have no idea what the fuck a psychotronic movie is supposed to be. Maybe it's a sex move we invent right now. Yeah, but it's certainly not exportation. It's not grindhouse. It's not shocks. But there's no, none of these are are accurate. Psychotronic is like that scene in Videodrome where the like VHS goes to do his chest hoo ha kind of thing. You know, maybe I don't know. Let's talk about better movies. God, this is actually pretty good. I know, dude. Your house in that. I am. This this white call heart also surge blood orange. <laughs> you can get it, man. You know what? There's another one in there. I for didn't you. think I'd like it, but god damn, this is I like it. He likes uh, it. Marshall, Marshall, he likes it. Marshall yeah. likes it. Alright, trivia. Yeah. Shot in thirty six days during the winter. In thirty two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, as Nachos has said several times, this film was banned in the United Kingdom as one of the part of the video. Hello, nasty. There you go, the nasty video nastiness in the early 1980s. Again, 
what the fuck's wrong with Britain if this was a nasty? But why? why? Yeah, what the fuck? They used to do fucking public executions. You know what? Pull your teacups out of your ass. Because this, (laughs) this, this has no business being on a nasty list. No, this this is, this is, fuck you. Nigel, I'm very offended. Oh, shut up, man. You give me more crumpets. And then yeah. it's Andy Cap just they just fucking fight. Just, yeah, Ugh. go fuck a crumpet or something. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> to all of our listeners, open the pond. <laughs> this movie has broken me. Manchester United. <laughs> oh, fuck Arsenal too, by the way. Only because it's owned by Stan the Devil Cronky. I know I'm not no. I'm not going there. I'm not but fuck you, Arsenal. Fuck Cronky. I thought anyway. Roy Harper was a cool superhero. <laughs> That's uh, a yeah, that's, that's nice done. Well done there, man. man I like maybe, that. Maybe we should save that for a different one. Yeah, podcast. it should be for a different one. Hmm. Um, so hmm. the sequence with the fisherman was added as an afterthought. No surprise there because that was so random and out of the blue. Wasn't this movie an afterthought? <laughs> it probably was. Um, the pitchfork murder was done in a single take. Again, no surprise there. They're like, well, you notice that that actress hasn't been anything else. <laughs> maybe um, a pine box. <laughs> her career for sure Hi-oh! Hi-oh. Um, although the ruins during the shooting of the film uh, the Tybee Post Theater was reconstructed by a non-profit organization reopening in 2009 so the theater, ISIS ISIS yeah so the theater we saw was reconstructed and reopened is now an actual theater again actually I'm really happy about that yeah we need more theaters Sponsor the arts, people. Sponsor yeah, the arts. Fucking heathens. Um, read a book. J.S. Cardon claims that the story was inspired by H.P. Lovecraft due to the elements of dreams versus reality. Fuck that, because there ain't no fucking Lovecraftian shit anywhere in this film. Oh, nothing about this is Lovecraftian. Um, nothing. Nope. Yeah, I got nothing. No, nope. he don't know shit. Fuck this guy. <laughs> uh, despite the, that's. But yeah, that sums it up. Despite appearing on the front and inside covers of the Arrow video Blu-ray case, the creature's face is only shown for approximately three seconds in the film's total runtime. So the entire title, the name of the movie, the creature, the demon it is this whole movie is named after, is in the movie for all of three seconds and then gets proven to be complete fucking bullshit because it's a goddamn kid's dream. Dude. I had a dream that Cincinnati just said the same thing. Did he really? This is wild. That is wild. I know. <laughs> um, Marty! <laughs> <laughs> we don't need roads. Uh, the original ro- ending was... Ro- <laughs> the original ending as written in the script had Kate, Kate being killed by the Slayer, the Crypt Keeper thing. Uh, the final scene with Kay as a little girl waking up from a nightmare that serves as a premonition of the events shown beforehand was added after principal shooting on the film had wrapped. So they said, hey, you know what? Let's make this movie even worse. Let's add this stupid-ass ending on. Why? Which might be the best part. If they would have just left it alone and she opens the door and there's the creature, the demon thing, end movie, I'm like, okay, I can kind of handle that. But then they say, you know what? Let's make this movie shittier. How fucking bad can we make this? How How much of a middle finger can we give to the audience? I know. Let's make it all a kid's dream. Boo. Fuck you. So, yeah. I fuck, whoever wrote that. Sh- fuck you, J.S. Cardone. 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 Whatever. Butt. Yeah. That's it for trivia. That's all I got. Um, we're moving on to uh, the budget game. 
Now time to play everyone's favorite game, Guess the Budget. All right, Nachos, you may already, you, you seem to have a, uh, an uncanny, uncanny, like, I know. Like, feeling I, for this movie. I, I, like, I, like I, a I premonition hate, of it. Like, I hate this. I, it's like a deja vu for you. So, you, I don't know, but let's see. Why, why can't I be normal? This is like a, is it a blessing or is it a curse? <sighs> Probably a fucking curse with this one. Um, <laughs> doodle do do do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a horrible life for a curse. <laughs> oh, shit. That's the shirt. What a horrible life for yeah. a curse. Oh, god damn it. Where is it? I, I don't have it. I can't find yep. it. Yep. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay. Ugh. God, you know. There we go. <laughs> Took me a little while. I moved. I rearranged my soundboard. Buddy, you're good. <laughs> All right. If I had to guess how much, uh, I don't give a fuck about international. This feels Canadian. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. I know it's Technotronic. Dude, I don't know. Like, fucking... $15,000. I I don't know. I, I, I want to ask before I say anything else. Are you playing just playing with me to make me feel good? Or do you legitimately not know? No, I don't math. My brain doesn't math. Okay. If it's, if it's like more than four zeros, I can't do it. Well, you are way, way off. All right, I, well, shit. I have chosen I chose. Yes. Yeah. Again, I kind of forgot what buttons I had on this thing. <laughs> it's all right, Rusty Nips. Um, you guessed fifteen thousand. Budget seven hundred and fifty thousand. So almost a million dollars for this piece of trash back in nineteen eighty. God damn! What's the transfer rate? Yeah. Like, what is that? I don't, I don't know. know. Nope. Let's no. don't. Move anyway, that seven hundred fifty thousand dollar budget for this movie. Uh, is that gonna pay for my therapy? <laughs> <laughs> Christ, my doctor said I was fucking sane. They didn't have to go to her anymore. Me. Oh, all right. Uh, moving on to the Mortal Kombat combat. At the end of yes. this day, one shall stand, one, one shall fall. Get psyched. Get psyched. That reminds me, I want to talk about something before we right move on. Soon. The new Mortal Kombat movie right and that Johnny Cage is going to be in it? In the end, when the oh, that too. But okay. Yeah. I was like, I'm in your head, standing after Mortal Kombat combat. Your announcer guy has a good voice. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, Shouts out, lady. No, um, I believe that. Is that Kate Wash? Kate Wash, I think, was the one who did that one. Um, Give credit where due. Credit where due. You can find her on Fiverr. At least I did. Um. No, uh, yeah, okay, more, second Mortal Kombat movie eventually coming out. Yeah, we'll have Johnny Cage eventually. Yeah, but that's not what I was talking about. No, I, because it was the Kumite thing that made me think of it. Like, oh, yeah. So I was scra- uh, uh, searching researching. around. Not, not research. I was just kind of sc- screwing around. Doom scrolling. Doom scrolling on uh, 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 Amazon or something and popped up uh, uh, a new John Claude Van Damme movie was out that I didn't know about. Like, holy shit, what? Is it like they call me Van Damme or something like that? No, it's not JVCD. Man, that was a good movie. What was that? What was that all about? Like, it was like, yeah. Like autobiography? Yeah, sort of like that. that that's old. Why right did now. I say it like that? Uh, but that's actually, if you haven't seen JVCD, uh, definitely check that one out. That's a good movie. No, this is What's like What's that a, stand for? Is that like <laughs> Visual Claudian Decifit? Actually, it'd be JCVD. I said back then. I said JVC. It's J- J- JCVD. 
Oh, jaundice. John Claude Van. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> jaundice, chlamydia. I, I thought I thought it was Vaginitis. like a, I thought it was like a WMD. You know those things they jam in the chicks' pussies and stuff. Oh, the, what are those called? Yeah, I don't know. Um, a diva dicks? cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how do how do those things work? Are they like? I don't know where this is going. <laughs> If you guys are still listening to this, congratulations. God bless you. There's no God, but, you know, thank you for listening this far. Marshall, the Slayer was the friendship we met on the way. (laughs) There used to be two footprints in the sand, but now there's only one. That's because the Slayer was carrying me. Oh, my God. What was that from? The movie? No, I thought it was because sand people walking a single file row. Man, Anakin and Boba Fett are not gonna be oh. buddies. God. Well, how fucked up is that? Cause it. Oh wait, that happened later. Anyway, <laughs> anyway there's a new John Claude Van Damme movie out called. It's basically reminds me of like Roadhouse. He he plays a bouncer, and like his dog gets kidnapped. He has to go like murder a bunch of people. I'm like I'm like so Roadhouse John Wick. Yeah, Roadhouse John Wick basically like. Yeah, for Van Damme, like, fucking sign me up. Like, I'm going to watch this as it, soon as I can. It is time to be nice until it's time not to be nice. Brick not hit back. No, that's Bolo Yang. That's not Van Damme. But, yeah, Would you so. call me, boy? <laughs> this is your Bolo. Oh, God. Would Blood you ro- sports. Do you think, you, you, think you could rock a Bolo tie? No. Eh. Unless no. you had that 10-gallon hat going on and be like, Nah, say, boy, nah, say. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, that sounded really racist. That did. Uh, but, fuck anyway. you, Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> You know, Looney Tunes are kind of problematic to a degree. Yeah. Sorry, those words you were going to say. Yeah. Um, uh, doesn't matter. So, 257 total reviews on Amazon for this movie. I can't fuck you, Amazon. 58% are five stars, with only 8% one star. All by Slayer fans, no doubt. Um, now, the reviews themselves were very slim pickings of what was actually written. So, um, bear with us on this. They're not great this week. But from first off, from Diane, Diane under the five stars. My all-time favorite slasher. Best atmosphere and best-looking demon ever. Even though you don't see a lot of him, that just makes it even more scary. Five stars. Somebody has brain damage. Yeah, Diane, you, you need to get out of the house more. Or watch, watch more horror movies. Um, and always stay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Xavier writes, where's my black cat? You understand my question when you see this ironic, creepy last scene of this one of the more obscure, underrated horror gems out there. All those words except for underrated. Yeah. Um, if, you're, if your film sensibility gravitates towards late night atmospheric chillers like Messiah of Evil, The Haunt, prepare for an, a list. He rambles on. All right, let's see. Messiah of Evil, The no, Haunting no. of Julia, nope. Silent Night, Bloody Night, eh. Let's Scare Jessica to Death, nope. Death Dream, etc. Nope. You will just eat up the Slayer. Ooh, five stars. Etc. was a pretty good one. Etc. was a great movie. <laughs> I mean, it's a slow start, but it really comes together. Yeah, in the, the third act, it really. Whoo, dude! When you find out etc. is actually <laughs> ex or ect dot dot dot. Yeah. That's deep. Man. It is deep. 
I won't lie. Other than Saturday Night Bloody Night, I've heard of none of those movies. <laughs> uh, Cincinnati Jeff has scared Jessica to death. Who's Cincinnati Jeff? I don't well, know. he's my podcast co-host. Oh yeah, uh, the host. On um, what podcast would that be? Well, the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. That's right. I, I heard that the um, Nachos McWerewolf has great Irish hair and a wonderful <laughs> smile. While Cincinnati Jeff does some of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Some of it. Some of it. And, just, just a uh, little bit of it. And uh, he does the book report. But yeah. the real talent. Oh, God, that's so good. Do you want to drink the rest of mine? <laughs> I can baby burn it to you. Oh. <laughs> now you got a deal. All right. <laughs> Patreon members only. Yep. <laughs> that's our OnlyFans account. Yo, i dead serious. Thinking about making an OnlyFans. <laughs> Hey, dude. My wife told me to make an OnlyFans. For your feet. Your yes. delicate, dainty feet. <laughs> yes. I'm going to trick Aaron into subscribing to oh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, my God, dude. Can your name be Twinkle Toes? <laughs> Fucking yeah, it could be. All right. <laughs> I'm going to get Aaron to give me money. Watch my feet. <laughs> PJ Sparkle Twinkle Toes. I just paint my toes, make it look like a, f- a girl's toes, and Aaron won't know the difference. Oh, my God, dude. You're, are you are you cat-footing him? <laughs> I will get you an alcohol for that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still laughing at that one. Would you prefer pineapple or black cherry? I'll take the black cherry. <laughs> oh, now we're going to truly hard seltzer, but <laughs> truly we are badasses, Mixmaster Marshall. <laughs> All right, let's finish this shit up. Uh, let's bring it on home. <laughs> From John David Kenneth Cameron. That's a, quite the name. What's the acronym? J-C-C-C-C-C-C-C? Yeah. Um, love this little slick nasty. Well done. Nice slow burn that keeps you engaged. Again, fuck I you. I love all those words, but not, not referring to this movie. <laughs> not in that order. nasty. Is it too late to change my stripper name? <laughs> slick nasty. To the center stage. Slick nasty. And I just like slide from my fucking... I think that's your new podcast name, man. Not so, Nick, not so Nick Wero is getting retired. You're now Slick Nasty. Right. We got Sense of Nasty. Oh, shit. Oh. Slick and Nasty, nasty Jeff. Oh. <laughs> we are just reinventing the game. I want royalties on that. <laughs> slick, slick and Nasty. nasty. Slick Nasty. <laughs> I love how the listeners could just witness the evolution right there. Yeah. All new things just blossoming before your ears. Well, that I guess I I get to be Nacho Supreme now. Nacho Supreme. Nacho Supreme. All right, that's it for the five stars. That was all there was, really. Except so, yeah. Um. So one star. Now three three of the one stars that were written are people complaining about when they paid for it to stream it and got basket case instead. I would so much rather have basket case. Yeah. So they my, got off lucky, my, but they were complaining like, I paid for this and when I went to stream it, I got a basket case instead of the Slayer and blah, 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 one star. Blah, blah. So they're basically bitching about Amazon. You guys, you guys nah. did basket case, right? Yeah. Yeah, we did. My brother looks like a squashed octopus. <laughs> and then the typewriter, it makes it so he's like, Bing. we need to go back and do like basket case three, the offspring or something like that. Dude, that you one. need to do Ninja three, the domination. I know. We keep talking about that, but it's not really a horror movie. Yes, it is. It's Flashdance, <laughs> it's a ninja movie, and it's The Exorcist, dude. 
I do have it queued up on my Amazon queue right now. It's right there on my watch list, like number one on my watch list right now. Can you do it on your computer? Like after this, can I show you the first 10 minutes? <laughs> Dude, you will lose it. It is amazing. So that, that's the, that's the uh, I guess, uh, disclaimer with the one stars. So the one stars that people actually wrote about the movie. So, um, Yo, but basket case is dope though, in case I didn't say that. So there's three, three people that wrote one star reviews about the actual movie itself. Three of them were bitching about the streaming basket case instead. Actually, All the rest of the one stars. What's your wife? I'm about to make four. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest of the one stars are just bitching and ragging on the horrible quality of the original DVD. Which seems to have been like a rip off, like a rip from an old VHS cassette. Oh God! So they're they're not bitching about the movie; they're bitching about the DVD quality. Think like how dark this movie was already. Yeah, it's dark. There's a lot of dark spots in it. So anyway, here's what the actual one stars from LBT Laney. The gore is okay, but the story is not. (laughs) 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 From uh, Betty Bat. That sounds like a fucking Batman character. That really does. Oh, that's, that's a DC character. Well, all there's the way. like Batman Junior and all that fucking weird bad. I just thing. think like I just I just think of Betty Boop and like a Batman a Batgirl outfit. <laughs> bat doopy doop. Betty Bat. No, okay. Why is Batman always crying like, oh, I'm an orphan? It's like, no, dude, you have a bat family. Yeah, but if if Bruce Wayne takes a selfie, is it really just a family portrait? <laughs> Okay, real talk. I was hanging out with Sense and Nasty Jeff at the bar, or Slick and Nasty Jeff at the fucking bar. I was bar. like, who? Who was that? What? <laughs> My wife. <laughs> and so he was, you know, before he was married, of course, he was chatting up this this gal, and I showed up. I mean, I, I don't remember this story. This was told to me. Mm-hmm. And this chick had a Batman shirt on. Or Batwoman, your preference. Yeah, yeah. Or Batgirl. Or, yeah, you see where I'm going with yeah. this. And so I pop up. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, I like your Batman shirt. And she's like, yeah, dude, my dad died the other week. And I'm like, <laughs> and and then I'm like, well, hey, look at it like this. You're halfway Batman. <laughs> I'm just trying. I'm, I am an optimistic guy, you know. You're halfway there. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, you know, I I was just helping my buddy out. At, I'm just. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, it's morbid or That's whatever. Such a weird like, hey, nice bad, but yeah, my dad died. Well, I <laughs> mean, there were a couple more steps in there, but then okay. she paid her tab, and we never saw her again. I can't imagine why. She is the knight. She is vengeance. <laughs> she's she's lurking above the rooftops right now. In Granite City. <laughs> in Granite City. <laughs> Throwing bricks at people. Sorry, Marshall. Uh, go ahead. From Betty Bat. If you go to this move into this movie expecting. It to be as sweet as the trailer, you're in for a real letdown. Yes. The monster in the trailer is seriously in the movie for five seconds. Uh, dot, three. dot, dot. Five whole seconds. I like the cut of her jib, but slide the glasses up. Mm. Actually, Actually, it's like 3.5. Uh, uh, mm. th- 2.9, but we'll round up. Yeah. I feel like all the positive reviews are fake or else people don't have standards. IMDb has this movie at a 5 out of 10 right now. I give it a 3, LOL. I wasted 90 minutes of my life in the filmmakers, cast, and crew wasted their lives making a movie that builds up for an hour then falls apart in the last 30 minutes. You've been warned. One star. Betty 
Boop, we are cut from the same cloth. Yeah, Buddy Bat, well, yeah. <laughs> you and I, we're not so different. This is where I spin around in the chair petting your dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, from Andrew J. Du- Dupois? Dupois! Dupuis? No, I'll go to Dupois. It sounds French. Well, it's D-U-P-U-I-S. So, yeah, Dupois? Yeah. Dupuis? Any of our uh, English professors out there, hit up the hotline. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andrew J. Dupois writes, $530? Are you on pot? This looks like a great film, but wow, son. Whoever <laughs> buys this is going to feel like an idiot when Code Red or Blue Underground picks up the rights and releases a special edition for 12 bucks. That's when I'll be there to buy it. $12 brand new and maybe even a little poster? $530? Holy shit! <laughs> One star. Dupois, <laughs> we could have a drink together. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess at one point somebody was trying to sell a VHS or DVD or some version of this movie for $530 on Amazon. He's like, that's, what the fuck? That's silly as fuck. Right yeah. now at V-Stock in a, by the place we live, uh, deep in the bowels of Planet X, near yeah. the fart factory, they have a copy of Ticks on Blu-ray, $90 used. Jesus Christ. Yeah, until... You can stream that shit for, like, free right now, because I have it on my watch list. Have you ever seen it, dude? I it's started watching Seth yeah. Green and fucking I was going to say, it's either... Carlton. I couldn't remember if it was Seth Green or if it was uh, Bren, Brecken Myers, one of those two, like, uh, Dude, he's guys. probably in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's all the one-star reviews. <laughs> uh, you know, I side... They are my people. <laughs> so... Oh. You know what time it is. It's time for our to wrap it up. Our final thoughts. Um, can't imagine where this is going to go this week, but nachos, <laughs> lead us off, buddy. <laughs> All right. God damn, this sounds familiar. Uh, this movie takes forever to go nowhere for an hour and a half. <laughs> they prominently feature the cool-looking monster on the box art poster. Blah blah blah. Two or three lousy seconds. <laughs> Uh, suffers from the lamest trope ever. The all it was all a dream. That is my absolute least favorite trope. Um, the only thing this keeping this movie from being a so bad it's scary. Oh no! Oh no! That is sorry. It's a. Uh, I'm not do. We reviewed this on episode seventy one. <laughs> the ruse is up. Jacuse bitches. <laughs> this sounds oddly rehearsed or recycled. <laughs> Now, the only thing from keeping this from being a zero is the gore in boobs. I give this two freezer cats out of ten. <laughs> or, I mean, it's so bad, it's scary. Check out here because it's spooky. <laughs> two freezer cats. Um, yeah, disclaimer. Um, Episode I, 71. Yeah, I had for... I, for if you guys who do listen to our show and here comes the spooky, I had for, completely forgotten and didn't realize that they had already done this movie before I decided to do it. But I then just when I tell love like, hey, Nacho, I was like, I, I need to guess, I need to guess so. So he's like, what movie did The series, like, oh fuck yeah, I know that one. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I guess you guys already did that. So I, but I am not, yeah, I didn't, I completely forgot you guys did that one. To quote C three PO, we were made to suffer. It's a lot in life. <laughs> How about you, Marshall? What'd you think of this? Oh God, masterpiece! So, so bad it's good, man. This movie is amazing. I fucking love it. It's a slow burn, but God damn, is the payoff so good? Have you seen my Switchblade anywhere? <laughs> fuck no, fuck, fuck. I think I, that's all a dream. I must have been dreaming of a good movie uh, because fuck this movie. This is. Can we get a fuck this movie? I, a fuck, fuck this, this movie. movie. Fuck, fuck this movie. movie. 
fuck this movie. Yeah. Boom. This goddamn movies like this are like the bane of and not the good bane from Harley Quinn. That That's this, right. <laughs> I want to blow this movie up. <laughs> I, I, this movie sucks. This, it's so it's such a fuck you. It like it teaches you like okay, what's gonna happen? Is it a who done it? Is it a slasher? Is it a demon movie? No, it's all fucking bullshit, bitchy woman with PMS dream or some shit like bitchy that. I don't know. Woman. And, and that sounds so. I'm not to be misogynistic. Yeah, I'm not trying to be Watch this fuck. movie, and you will be in our nothing roster. about this movie pays off. Like it's there's a slow burn. Like it takes a while to build up, and build, and it's just people bitching and yelling at Kate about her dreams. Like Kate, you suck. You're not real. These dreams aren't real. Shut up. And that's like that for like 45 minutes. You know what? Kate's like, an idiot. None yes. of the characters are likable. Everyone None of them. Sucks. They all suck. The tits you do see for like a blink of an eye aren't worth seeing. The kills are... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Tits are tits. Tits are tits, but barely. The, it, the kills are barely passable. Barely passable. That's a titty right there, Nachos. Um, oh, my titty don't fell out. <laughs> barely passable as kills. The gore effects are somewhat passable but so briefly done everything about this movie sucks it 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 angers me it burns my soul i this we movie have, we have souls yeah i maybe i don't fucking not know anymore. not anymore if we did we don't <laughs> oh and the thing is like the, the i do want that the person is talking about one of those reviews like the, the cover box from like i think it's the arrow release the cover box art yeah looks awesome oh dude that's, that's really what's good. on tubi yeah, that's the Tubi one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a great cover art, but don't, don't, don't fall victim to its tricks. It's lies. Lies! It is not worth that. That cover art is, does not merit this type of movie. That cover art is a lie. Marshall. It is a lie. It is false advertising, Arrow. Would you say that's how they get you? That is how they get you. You know what? Sorry, just to kind of piggyback off of your yeah. shit. This movie isn't even like, bad it's just nothing yeah it's like it's fuck dude like what what is it oh my god camp or lake terror three. Oh, like lake fear three thank you see i can't even <laughs> can't, say it right in my brain. All the time, yeah. no on purpose that's yeah. how I, I i filed it under a different thing lake, so i don't uh, have lake the fear three. fucking shell shock from that shit um, this I might break this up there with like Fear Three. I don't know which one's worse. I'd rather watch point. that because that movie is charmingly fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. This movie is just like you might be right on that air, yeah. just like an air sandwich. Yeah. It's not even like a waft of poop. It's like it's like I don't. It's like you you're walking down the street. It's like getting knocked out. And yeah, you're walking down the street and you look over and hey, there's this awesome billboard for this like massage parlor that features like. Oh, it's going to give you, like, this great massage and a fucking happy ending, and it's going to be the best experience. And like, fuck yeah, let's go check that out. You go there, and you go to the massage parlor, and you're like, all right, I'm here for my massage and my happy ending. And you get in there, and you go on the table, and you're ready to go, expect this great thing. And then some fat, greasy, hairy guy comes in and just, like, spits on you and walks out. There's nothing. That's what this is. That's exactly what And then then you wake up a half an hour later, and you're like... Where did my time go? Yes. What did I, what happened? What did I, what happened? I mean, like, fuck, what's, what's, dude, even Mrs. Claus, like, that was charmingly bad. Yes. Because, like, we're still talking about it. Yep. But then, are we going to talk about the Slayer after God, this? God, I hope not. No, there's no fucking reason. 
uh, besides checking out episode 71 <laughs> of the Here Comes the Spooky Podcast. Oh, if you like the comedy stylings of Nachos McWerewolf and Slick, slight, nasty, slick and Nasty slick Jeff. Slick Nasty Jeff. We should probably text them after this and inform the media. We'll have a press release. We'll have a press release. <laughs> I think you go where we're going. Uh, so bad it's scary a thousand percent. It's, it's so bad just it's vacant. Yeah, it's just. It's like brain damage. It's like getting hit in the fucking head. I hate to say, but this is definitely an 80s movie. This is one of those horror movies that they just like, it's a horror, like 80s horror. We got to make horror movies. Just pump this shit out. And there's like no quality control. It's like it's a horror movie. Just throw it out there. And it's just. Is this Canadian? Uh, I don't think so. I didn't say anything that said you it know was Canadian. What? And I'm not speaking derogatory towards 80, 80s Canadian films because those guys were killing it. Yeah, we have not had good luck with Canadian move horror movies on this show. Prom night, oh, well, everything is all right. To prom be night fair, is the better film. To like, be fair, thank God for the spit guard, right? To be fair, we never did prom night on this movie because it's actually a good one. <laughs> the Canadian movies we do on the show mostly end up being terrible. Uh, my so, bloody Valentine, again, the OG, yes, which we technically didn't do. We did a comparison, but not yes. Anyway, did you do the remake? We did a comparison of the two. We talked about both of them in the same episode. It's kind of a bonus thing. That's dope. So, anyway, we're rambling on. The episode well, over. We're, we're bringing them awesome quality. That's better than this fucking movie. <laughs> That's my final uh, thought. That's my final thought of this movie. That's yeah. all you need to know. Nachos, I know you're going to say it. Say what? Groove in the meantime, in the guys, the, thank you for listening. If you made this this far, thank you so much. We'll and be back if you next absolutely time. hate us or Marshall <laughs> or me... Guess what? Call the hotline number. 7404 suck it. Let us know. That's right. We'll be back later. Till then, watch more horror movies. And remember to always stay spooky and keep it tight. And keep it tight. Yay.